top. Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Miller. Dirty Harry Miller. Dirty Harry Miller Podcast. Dirty Harry Miller Podcast. Every penny's worth Hello, welcome to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast in the world to review every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic starring Clint Eastwood. I'm your host, John, and I'm joined as ever with... Trent. And... Tim. And our returning guest, Shane Blamer. Oh, thank you very much. Welcome. Uh, what do you think of this minute? Oh, this is the gold. This is the one. <laughs> this is the big mother load. Minute 14... Which begins with Harry pointing his revolver at a bank robber on the ground and ends with Harry walking back to same bank robber and firing a blank chamber on his gun. Tim, what did you think? That's cool. I, I really... You heard it here first. Cool. <laughs> I really like the... Alleged, alleged cool. bank robber. What do you like? I really, other than the, the dialogue, but the, the angled shot looking upwards to Clint is pretty cool, I think. I don't know if that's meant to be that thing about... Authority being higher than you, you know, like, <laughs> yes. sit in high chairs and it's not the, desks. it's not a point of view, is it? <laughs> no. It's like we're following him. And, but yeah, but in menacing. a standard film, you would normally just probably get the you know what do you call it waistline or eye level shot. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, I I found that shot pretty cool. Super menacing. Mm. Yeah. And when the film was released in South Africa at the time, it was just documentary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's this District 9 reference? <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess the, the main thing is, is his whole spiel that probably takes up a good good portion of this minute. Yeah. Um, dialogue. We had got dialogue in this minute. Yeah. yeah. Misquoted in, in today's often, world. Yeah. Very often. Um, I think, <laughs> what is it, the common line people just say is, do you feel lucky, punk? Yeah. <laughs> Which, Whereas he's putting himself in the... That's right. Do it's, I feel lucky? You've got to consider that. But he's also got that whole, did I fire five shots or only six thing, which no yeah. one ever really remembers these days. <laughs> I really like that. That's the whole point, yeah. right? That's... I wasn't, we weren't around in 1971, but apparently in the original release, he just did fire five shots. Yeah. Oh. And maybe they've added the six to subsequent oh, really? releases. This is a hand shot first thing. Mind yeah. blowing. Yeah, interesting. Didn't know this. Wow. The point is that he fired, he now fires six in all the digital versions. But he lowered the hammer and then cocked it again, so it went to the, it went to a spent ah, chamber or something. He did. Yeah. But, um, All right. Well, there you go. So who Lucas it? <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Warner Brothers or Siegel or McKinney? Could we maybe somehow blame Sandra Locke? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. It's a big scene, Tim. It is. Trent, I even yeah. What can we say about this minute that hasn't been said or, or I'm sure it's been said, but there's a huge contrast in the, the, the sweating bank robber whose t- face is twitching. He's just acting up a storm. And um, Clint, who is just in a hair advertisement. He's so cool. <laughs> he's just, his heart rate must be 40 beats per minute. Yeah. Um, and I, I just really noticed the contrast just watching it now. Another contrast I noticed in that scene was the blood on Albert Popwell on the ground. Yeah. How good it looked. Yeah, oh, more yeah. realistic. It yeah. did look pretty good. And the way it splattered as well. Around, was yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 
Just very bright red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. But not as red as the one on his pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Get> <laughs> um, I was also going to say, I think that this um, scene could have could have played out. Careful. In... Tread carefully. No, I was going to say. Go on. A criticism. <laughs> it, it, it could have played out as uh, like a very cliched, stereotypical. In a way, it maybe does, but, mm. but it's probably the dialogue that elevates it a bit but in any sort of action film with a sort of central hero like that you always get that first scene within half the first half an hour where they're out doing their their job and yeah. <laughs> you see how good they are at something <laughs> <laughs> um and i guess that was the equivalent of that <laughs> in this in this film um but it's i think because of the the setup and the dialogue it it sort of goes beyond that and has endured with that it's very rewatchable because um, when you watch it again, you know it's a bluff, and you know that he knows that it's a bluff, and so he has countered. He, he know he knows what's going on, and I think if you see this in 1971 at the cinemas, first time through, he'd be rushing back yeah. to, to watch this again, knowing now what you know. But it's kind of cool because I think as an audience member, you don't when you first watch it, you don't count the shots either. So you, you're in the robber's point of it. view, yeah. <laughs> right? The first time you view it, you're the robber, and the second time you're Clint. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's so very cool. Well, Trent, get this. Do you know what originally was in the script? I think the original Finky version. No, no idea. No that idea. he was originally going to Harry was going to put the gun to his head to prove, and then <laughs> shoot, shoot the blank chamber, and then laugh. And then walk off. That's they thought that was dark. too macabre. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> no, I don't. That's what I'm I don't agree. <laughs> That's dark. Funny they filmed it and then put it as a seamless branching Where do you fit on that, Tim? That uh, I think I parallel prefer, world. I prefer it the way it is. Yeah, I've right, got two out of four. Is mm. this one of? Uh, he does it twice in this minute. But is this one of the uh, you know three or four times in the whole film where he smiles? Yeah. Because yeah. he seemed grimacing at the beginning of the, well, do you punk? He's kind of smiling then. And then at the end when he pulls the trigger, yeah. um, he's definitely yeah, smiling Yeah, no, I think that's laughs. one of the only ones. Yeah. It's a bit of a sicko. <laughs> and the only time I can think of is the butcher knife and a hard-on anecdote we've talked about before. Yeah, that's sort of yes. Yeah. But I didn't know, guys, I legitimately didn't know when Popwell doesn't take him up on the offer. He sort of looks, dis- is it disappointed it looks like before he goes to grab the shotgun? He goes like. <laughs> I had a different interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help thinking of his inner monologue in that, in that moment. Like, oh, look at this down here. <laughs> yeah. And if you go back and watch it, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, his expression is a little bit um, disjointed from what we're supposed to be yeah. thinking. It's like, oh, look at this. And he picks up the gun. You mean he, he didn't can't realize, be thinking that? He did, you mean he looked disappointed? He looked distracted because he thought, "Oh, that's actually closer than I thought it is," and he could easily get the gun. Or perhaps, perhaps he, it's that. Maybe he realized that Hollywood magically moved that gun closer. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Than he expected. You that makes it. more yeah, sense. The, the wind, right? <laughs> in the scene before, it's a few, maybe an extra foot or two away. Yeah. I was trying to find more about. I, I did not know about the bit, bit the shot being added later on. So I've been trying to look stuff up on that. Yeah. And I've just found something here. When screened on the cable TV AMC, the first shootout was edited in such a way as to create a continuity error with Harry's, did I shoot five times or six? In the edited version, his third shot is missing, as is his sixth shot, which sends the robber crashing through a window. 
Thus, he only fires four times, not six, as he does in the unedited version. Okay. That's really strange. You know, you've just reminded me. I think, I think when I first watched this, I actually rewound it and tried to listen for all the shots. And I, I, I only counted five. And I was like, <laughs> have I missed something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so bizarre. We all assume he has a fully loaded weapon when he oh, leaves yeah. for work in the morning, but it, maybe he's such a cowboy that he's like, he's a healthy he's got five, five in it, or he's a superstitious <laughs> man or something. Yeah, do you think that's, do you uh, think that's why he has to car- uh, wear his coat? Because he, he carries all his bullets in, <laughs> in the heat of summer. <laughs> we just mentioned before the, the discrepancy between the, the, the proximity of the gun to the bank robber up close and beforehand it's a few more feet away. But even so... The bank robber couldn't have picked up that gun in his condition on the ground. No, before. no way. So was, he's got to yeah. swivel the gun he's to an like, attack and, position. And, yeah. and, uh, the, no, he's at such a disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I've got to know, I've got to know because I might have gone for it because I was this close. No, you weren't, mate. Right. Come on, pull off. <laughs> Come off it. <laughs> You're beaten. <laughs> like I said, Tim, I didn't know where to start reviewing this minute, but I've got, I wrote down two things inconsequential. One, did you like Albert Popwell's orgasm? <laughs> I, I thought uh, is this is the very end of the minute this is the yeah. peeing the pants moment when he's about yeah <laughs> it might have been Harry seriously uh, like, the gun. cameraman please stay on his face stay on his face stay. I don't need to see that <laughs> well it was a bit it was a bit theatrical the the, the breathe yeah. the sigh of relief <laughs> but you know got him future work on the other mm. sequels so. a bit of trivia uh, Popwell I think was a year or two older than uh, Clint actually, yeah yeah doesn't really matter, but there you go. Hey, he looks he looks like a dude you yeah. know, in his early 30s. He, amazing. Even t- you know, 10 years later, he still looked a lot younger than Clint. Now, Shane, do you think at the time viewers watching this are supposed to draw the parallels maybe that these are Black Panther-type African-Americans or would that be the stereotype? Far too young to understand what yeah. the vibe was in 71. Like, I haven't really done my research not like you guys yeah. will have you know, yeah. in the era. But um, that didn't come across to me at all. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe no, you yeah. might be reading into it something that's not there, something I'm famous for. <laughs> <laughs> so many layers. No, there isn't, Shane. It's just, we invited it you to review the superficial, so that's all right. <laughs> I have to agree with Shane on this one. I, I think maybe it's it's a bit of a stretch to yeah. to say something like, I think, like I said, it's it's probably just that first hero scene where they're trying to establish him as, you know, Invincible. My second note says they subtitled, I got to know, <laughs> just singular, I got to know. <laughs> yeah, I needed that translation from Jive. <laughs> I think there, isn't there a sign in, is that a scene in Aeroplane or Flying High or one of those? And oh, I, I speak Jive. Do <laughs> you know, having worked at a DVD dis- distribution company, um, it's possible that the, the Q&A department... Corrected that. <laughs> That's a spelling error. Yeah. I'm just going back a little bit about the um, the allegations of you know racial insensitivity. Um, some smart person on IMDb <laughs> says if 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 you're a lip reader, if you're a lip reader, you can read. He says buck and not punk. Hmm. No, it seems yeah. like the YouTube. Video I think they're drawing on straws here. No. no, you can see the P. P, you can the P. Bees and bees mm. are pretty similar yeah. like, visually. And, yeah. You heard it here first. That's not true. The, yeah. lo- the lower lip goes in, pouts a bit more. <laughs> the, yeah. the, I don't know. I, I, have, I do have to lip read sometimes. So yeah. There's a famous YouTube 
um, video can look up and it's um, they've changed the audio, but it's a, a guy, I believe, saying ba and then pa. So ba like ba ba lamb and pa like my papa, my, my dad. So ba ba pa pa. And it's just so similar. Mm. So I hope you're getting that right. Mm. Fact check me later. <laughs> I'd say it's pretty hard to say definitively one way or the other. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. Well, is it ADR? Like it's in the studio, but is it well, outside, inside? Yeah. Where are the mics? I don't know. On the guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so big. <laughs> yeah. You guys are big fans of this minute? This is a great minute. Yeah. It's fantastic. iconic, no doubt about oh, absolutely. it. absolutely. But do you enjoy watching it? Yes. Like knowing what's happening, you sort of I laugh so. and think, he I, is I, so cool. I don't necessarily like to watch the lead up to it, but it, but this minute's a good one. Yeah, there's a bit of psychology happening here uh, that I really like. Yeah, well, it's a very playful interaction between two, you know, two old school guys, the old school cop and the old school criminal, and they have a, just say, brotherly understanding. Yeah, a bit of respect. Yeah. Does anyone know what that music playing out of the car stereo is? Yeah, No More Lies Girl. By who? Um, Well, it's on the soundtrack. I don't know who they've got the vocalist. Look it up, IMDb, man. Sounds good, doesn't it? No More Lies Girl. Not a bad song. I think it's classy. It's uh, It suits the times. Are the lyrics pertinent? Or I didn't really clue into that, what he, what's being said. Oh, yeah. listen. It's interesting no. that they put it on the soundtrack, though. They must have yeah. been struggling for tracks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do, like I said, they well, they have that Harry's Hot Dog song on there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem forced, like modern-day soundtracks, where they're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be on the soundtrack, isn't it? Because it doesn't belong in this scene, yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Whereas this was very natural. It was good use of... Uh... Well, Shane, speaking of, of force, do you reckon Clint does the lines well? Like, is, is he flubbing it a bit? Um... I noticed um, in my version, maybe it was internet stutter, but um, the the pause wasn't how I remembered it before Do You Feel Lucky? Um, so I was paying attention to his pacing and I thought it was it's good. It, it, it does seem a little bit rehearsed, but you know it's rehearsed it's because line. it comes back, right, later yeah. in the film. Yeah. So maybe this isn't the first time he's said it. The, what we're watching right now, this minute, maybe you said it to other people at other times, sure. right? So it, I think, yeah, I, I do really like. It's probably um, true, Shane, but this. I don't. It's probably very true, but yeah, I don't like that because I don't like Harry being a cliched man. Just well, interestingly, they fresh in the same. Every I don't situation. think they didn't bring it back for the sequels, did they? Mm-mm. Oh well, the opening scene, the pre-credit scene for Magnum Force with the gun, you know, the, in, with the red background, he just recites a line. Do I feel lucky? Oh, right. Uh, right. Don't remember. Mm. It only comes back one more time, or uh, no spoilers, but yeah. That's yeah. the only time, yeah, yeah, the pre-credit scene or the credit scene for Magnum Force, yeah. Yeah, but in this film. Oh, yes, you've alluded to it comes at the end. One repeat. And he means one repeat, It's yeah. not flippant, it's, you know, he means every, every word he says. Come on, bitch. Okay, like, well, uh, that plays into my conspiracy theory that maybe he's got it locked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they knew everyone would just say, do you feel lucky? <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine getting your hands on the outtakes of this. Yeah. I reckon Clint would have had a few. I reckon he stumbled through this, these lines. Oh, really? No, I didn't get that impression. That was probably Some reviewers of, of um, John Milius' work who purportedly wrote these lines and added it to the Thinky script it has all the trademarks of his appalling syntax, they say, like being that this is a, being, yeah. 
adding conjunctive and subconjunctive well, and we blow your head clean off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is a bit of an awkward sentence. Trent, in the, I read in the, the Magnum Force novelization as well, <laughs> you know, the, the line, the, set, the big line that becomes big in the next movie, I'm afraid you've misjudged me. They yeah. amended it to I'm afraid you've misjudged me, punk. Really? <laughs> in, in the book? Yeah, in the book, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheesy. I, I was just looking up that song. That you know, no, no more life that, that one, and it was hard to find much information on it. But it was the vocals were by a guy called Bernard Ito, who had worked with Dizzy Gillespie, but with lyrics by Donna Schifrin. So I'm assuming Lalo's wife. Hmm. Interesting, but uh, yeah, that's uh, there's bugger all information on the internet about that at all, which you sort of think you know, it's uh, quite a well known film, but hmm. clearly not a well known soundtrack. No. Yeah, how long have you had this soundtrack for? 2004 it came out, I think. Yeah. I don't know, about it a few years ago. And it gets a few spins even now. Yeah, shuffles yeah. on my player sometimes. How long is Not it? Harry's Hot Dog, it's only 34 minutes Harry's or something. Yeah. Oh, wow, 34 minutes. Some say this is probably the first meta joke in a movie where it refers to, you know, the, the clichédness of six shots or whatever and up to this point, gun cops just shoot as many bullets and, you know, we're just meant to believe that they never have to replace the bullets in the gun. There's always enough to shoot the bad guy. But here at Harry's saying, I know what you're thinking, you know, if this was a movie, I'd be out of bullets now. But if you well, I suppose, counting, I suppose in... Wow, I've never thought about it that way before. That's, <laughs> most, that's pretty interesting. Well, in most other films, they probably don't even detail what gun the police are using, right? Yeah, <laughs> so well, that's right. You would just take it as... As as you're shown, it's it's not not a super realistic film by today's standards, but maybe it's getting a bit gritty and um, yeah, maybe by 1971 standards, trying to show you a little bit more about you know it's not all fun and games being a cop and shooting. You do have to reload. <laughs> you, have to, you have to think about every bullet that you're gonna fire. Oh, I like so the Chris Chris Rock joke where you, they should make. Bullets very, very expensive. Yeah. It'd be a lot less <laughs> gun crime. But then we'd have, uh, you know, maybe we'd have moonshine bullets. Right. <laughs> Bought from Hong Kong and you on eBay and you wait Come. eight weeks for it, eight to ten weeks for it to arrive. <laughs> uh, or soaring them yourself. Like, the, all the counterfeit stuff I get comes that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah. It takes way too long. And, you know, sometimes it's a real luck of the draw. Yeah, I love it. I love my Panaphonic TV. Panaphonic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Simpsons reference. <laughs> Shane, I'm really, you've made me feel sad. You think he, how often would Clint, uh, how often would Harry bring out this spiel? Like every time he's, he's got a perp in front of him on the ground? Or just the, the ones you think are worthy to pay, take up the challenge and that's why he's disappointed. Well, he's he's, he's been shot. Today. He's he's yeah. I don't know. He's in shock. He's falling back on his canned material that he knows work. He's type five. <laughs> I'm not saying he says it every weekend. I'm just say maybe this is second or third time he said it. Only when there's a threat around, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. The threat of the gun being picked up, and then later on, yeah. Well, he has to have emptied his revolver or at least one off emptying his revolver. Otherwise, this line just does not come up, right? Mm. Yeah. No, he doesn't really get to unload his revolver in, in, until the second film with the Japanese girl from memory. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You're going to have to put an explicit warning on this episode. What else, Shane? I've got another note. It says, does... Albert Popwell know for sure that Clint is a cop. 
I guess he assumes he's not a mm. good citizen. Oh, no. What do you think, Tim? There's no indication that he's a police officer, is there? He doesn't bring the badge He doesn't out. have a cop's gun, does he? No. This might be carry, carry and conceal. What are, what are those laws? We don't, we don't have these in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my ignorance. I don't know. San Francisco in the 1970s has got carry concealed. You're, you're allowed to have a revolver if you mm. don't show it. How does that work? Or you... Maybe just the word halt a few minutes before was sufficient enough. No, the, I thought the pit, police man. always said freeze. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's, uh, that's um, what the crow taught me, <laughs> Brendan Lee, that docu- documentary. <laughs> the gun. The gun. The gun. Yeah, I like it as much as the last episode. Yeah, I guess not much has changed. The gun? What's- How does the gun strike you? Ah. Oh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's the same. Blase. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Eastwood had to um, go to the firing range to practice a lot because the recoil was too substantial. In this shot, okay. is he holding it with one hand? or? Well, as we said, there's been a continuity error with hand on hand and hand on fist, but right now I think it's with this right Just the right hand. hand this is hand. stuff we should know, Tim. Just yeah. watch the minute. <laughs> In that bit where he's pointing it at him yeah. and cocks it, he's definitely just got the one hand. Yeah. But before that... The halt! It has the two, two hands, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. No, this isn't stuff you should know. This is Steady Harry Minute. Stuff you should know is a totally different yeah. podcast. <laughs> also worth your time. What else can we say about it? It's a great, great scene about two professionals, you know, one cop, one a bank robber, both doing their jobs that they learnt on the streets by doing it. And, but, yeah, that's it. This is just a test for the, the real psychopath out there. Yeah. That's what this scene's all about. Setting it up for a showdown with a bigger threat. Levels. <laughs> like a video game. <laughs> I think I'll end with a quote about that classic line. Eastwood races through this classic monologue like the goddamn links are about to close. Rhythmically, his delivery is a complete disaster, never even remotely approximating any natural human cadence. He knows all the words, but he hasn't apparently bothered to register their meaning. Everything gets swallowed up. See you next time on Dirty Harry Minutes. Dirty, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry Minutes. Our wives will kill us. The Scorpio still survive. And Mary Deacon